the risen king's death cannot hold you down. It did not hold you down. Amen. Certainly we thank and praise God for his goodness. Thank the Lord for his grace and for our songstress. God bless you for those selections. Uh, I'll say come back with some more. You got some more. Listen, we're going on further in the service this morning. And I, I pray and I hope that your hearts are encouraged. Whatever you might be dealing with, I want you to know and, and not to minimize uh, things that occur in our life, but uh, somebody has dealt with that. And my prayer is that, uh, is that just as others have dealt with situations, I've come to learn that if God brought them out, he can bring you out. He can bring me out too. And, and so I want to be mindful and just, you know, just as we honor the Lord on this day, this day is recognized as Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the, 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 the Mr. Dads out there and Miss and Dad. You know, there are a lot of women that are playing uh, daddy roles. And my hat is off to them. Uh, knowing what they have have to do, what they're doing, and they're doing it best. They're doing it best. And certainly thank God for each of you. Everyone on the sound of my voice this morning and, and those that are near, those that are far, those that are enduring the weather conditions, the heat. You know, we're, we're dealing with the, the triple digits here in Southern Cal and, you know, and, and certainly... I hope you stay uh, hydrated. Make sure you drink plenty of water. Eat fruit that has juice in it, peaches, plums, you know, melons of uh, various types and, and just, you know, but enjoy yourself. Enjoy. Enjoy the Lord and what God is doing. And while you're enjoying him, say hallelujah. And just, just give him, a, as, as Sister Sharice was saying, just continue to chant a praise Offer your praise unto the Lord. We're going to move on a little further this morning. We're going to uh, uh, not change gears. That's not what we're doing. Uh, but we're going to um, uh, move forward into an area. Now we're going to have communion. And so while this particular uh, song is playing, I want you to know what we're doing. Uh, after the reading of this particular scripture, In the book of 1 Corinthians, uh, beginning at uh, the 11th chapter, beginning at verse 23, it says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, also he took the cup, which he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my, body, in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. As often as ye eat this bread, and drink this cup, you do show the Lord to death until he come. 
Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Father, in the name of Jesus, we honor you, Lord God, for your goodness, your grace, Lord. We honor you for the service. We honor you, Lord God, for your mercy that you have given unto each of us. We thank you, Lord God, for all that you have done, the sacrifice that have been made for salvation, the shedding of blood for remission of sin. We thank you for the name that you have given for salvation. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, that we can call upon the name. You said there's no other name given among heaven whereby we must be saved. Lord God, and so we honor you. We honor your name. We honor your presence. We honor your word. Lord God, for your word is above your name. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless us, Lord, to, to righteously examine ourselves. Lord, not to dismiss anything. Lord Jesus, but to, you said confession. Your word says confession is made unto salvation. Lord, we pray and ask that you would bless us by sound, shining your light upon us. Lord God, in every place, all over, all within us, hallelujah. Lord God, so if there's anything that is in our lives that is offensive to you, anything that we have done, said, thought of, and have not uh, confessed that, to repent of it, and never to look back at it, to, to commit those things again, I pray and ask your forgiveness Lord God, over those that are under the sound of my voice, ask for your mercy, Lord God, those that are near and far. Lord God, that we be found pleasing in your sight. Lord, I ask these blessings in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm going to ask that you would uh, gather to the altar and uh, while and, and we're going to Partake of the communion of the Lord. Bless your name, Jesus. And then we'll be going into the word of God afterwards. Uh, and uh, that is Revelation 1, 9 through 11. But let, let's come to the altar and we're going to partake of the communion uh, in remembrance. Because we're doing this in remembrance of the Lord until he comes.
your name, Jesus. I, Jesus, I mean more of you. Certainly, I, I hope and pray that you feel that way too. I know I do. I need more of the Lord, you know, and we're going to go into the word of God. I'm not going to bore your patience. We're yet in the book of Revelation. We'll be teaching through Revelation as long as, as we have the ability and God says to continue. And, and I, I don't see anywhere, don't feel, I, the Lord is really blessing. And if you need a blessing this morning, I, I want to uh, let you know, the Bible tells us in Revelation 1 and 3, it says, blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. If you want your family to be blessed. Because let me say this to help somebody out. That up to the time of us being caught up, up to the time of any departure that that whether collectively or individually, there are blessings that God and benefits that God has placed here for us to enjoy. And so you should uh, look into, um, oh my God, I'm kind of hitting myself. I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm, I'm holding the reins from not saying some things, but God wants you to be blessed. He said, I would that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. And, and so uh, some of us, we have the, um, uh, our desire is not for things. Uh, there are things, I'm not saying things aren't necessary. I'm just saying some folks don't have a desire for things. Uh, uh, there are other uh, desires that are more important. And so I'm, me personally, I'm looking for those things. Uh, my desires that I have are more important than things. I, I, things come and go. Things rot. Things become rusted. And you can use those things and God put them here for us to use. But I, I'm just saying desires. And then some things God just give because you don't desire them. And ask King Solomon and, and, and you'll find out. Just ask Solomon. Uh, that young man uh, that young man that the son kissed, he said, "Don't look." He said, "Don't don't look at me and despise me because the son has kissed me." And so that that brother um, has had peace throughout his kingdom because of what he asked God for. And so the Book of Revelation, beginning at the ninth verse of chapter one, it says, "I John." who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and the patience of Jesus Christ was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying I'm Alpha and Omega the first and the last what thou seest write in a book 
and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Samaria, and unto Pergamos, and unto Thyatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. I just, as, I just want to talk about the word of God. And if you need a, a subject, in, 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 uh, Instagram, I, John. Now, we know that uh, from our previous, the previous um, verses that we've taught from and as we've entered into this book, that this is a revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto John to show unto his servants. But this was not something that God wanted John to keep in his heart, not share with anybody. He gave it to John so that John would show it to his servants. Things that will shortly come to pass. And he said it and signified it by his angel unto his servant, John. Uh, you know, I, 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 I kind of laugh because when you, in, in my profession, my vocation, when uh, we say I'll be back in a minute, it may be hours. Let's <laughs> see the nodding of heads. <laughs> it, may, it may be hours. You, you may have experienced that when, when you contact the uh, support desk because of your Microsoft or your Citrix or whatever is going on, your RDS, you know, and you need some help. Well, I want you to know that 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 even in 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 certain roles, that when we contact for support, because it has escalated to a certain level that that we may not have expertise to handle, that um, that that minute becomes a very long time. But thank God that what He calls shortly uh, is different than what we uh, consider, because if the Lord had returned. When he, uh, with what he showed Daniel, I, 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 I don't even want to think about it. My, my mind cannot comprehend what, uh, what I, only what I've read. But who in our generation would be able to stand for us? Who would be saved? See, this is an individual thing. Uh, this is not about what my mother did. Uh, my father or grandparents, but now it, it's on you. It's on us because we're here. And so the Lord uh, has uh, extended the time. And so the Bible says that John is to bear record of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus and all things that he saw. The message it's to the servants. It's not to everybody. It's not to just anybody. But it is to his servants. Are you a servant of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? The Bible tells us that John the Apostle was the son of Zebedee, mother Salome, and younger brother James, or he was the younger brother of James, not much is known about his parents, but John and his brother James 
became disciples of Jesus Christ. Matthew 4, 18, 22, it says, And Jesus, walking by the sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon, called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. Yeah, that was pretty good. I'll make you fishers of men. Uh, you, you haven't seen nothing yet. You haven't caught nothing yet. Your expectations that what you have are going to become greater because I'm going to show you and help you uh, with some things and you're going to become fishers of men. And they, I don't believe that this is me. I just, I don't believe for a number of reasons that they, uh, that they were thought that the industry was about to grow uh, dramatically. Maybe it did. Uh, obviously, they were business owners and they had uh, was making a good living um, fishing, taking care of Simon, taking care of his wife, you know, and those, so those that was married was taking care of their families. And, uh, uh, and so fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. We're going to be fishers of men. We're going we gonna to grow. Not knowing what Jesus really meant that they would become. And going on from thence, he saw other two brethren, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in a ship with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, and he called them. And they immediately left the ship and their father, and followed him. How often do we hear the word of God, but are slow to take action? How quickly do we move? We hear the word of God, but we don't immediately take action. It may be an unction that we feel, but we don't take action. Do you take action immediately, or do you wait? I need you to get this. Do you act immediately or do you wait until the blessing of an immediate response is gone? Because see, with the immediate response, there was a particular blessing that accompanied that. But when you wait and you don't move immediately on what God is saying, there is a, a few different elements and obstacles and things that you had to overcome and in the meantime uh, the Bible tells us in Luke 17 let's look at Luke as an example I have a few examples it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria, Samaria and Galilee and as he entered into a certain village there met him ten men that were lepers. Now, leprosy is a chronic progressive bacterial infection caused by a bacterium, uh, Mycobacterium lepri. Uh, yeah, look that up. <laughs> it primarily affects the nerves of the extremities, the skin, the lining of the nose, and the upper respiratory tract. 
Leprosy is also known as the Henson's disease. The Bible says these leopards stood far off and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass as they went, they were cleansed. Go show yourself. And as they were walking away and reached a certain point in distance, somebody looked at themselves and, and noticed that their skin began to change. They noticed their respiratory, their breathing uh, began to feel better. Uh, that the, the thing that was torturing them, that the, the sickness was healing as they went. Somebody said, I, I looked at my hands and my hands look new. I looked at my feet and they did too. You ever look in the mirror and you see yourself and you look different after the word of God has washed you? After you've meditated, after you have prayed? Have you been in the presence of the Lord that you look different? You feel different? And so the Bible tells us that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on the feet, or fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are, are not uh, uh, found to return to give glory to God, save this stranger, and he said unto him, Arise and go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Immediately, the response of the Samaritan allowed him to go another way. The Samaritan, because he acted immediately upon his recognizing the healing that had occurred in his body, his response was to go back to the Lord and to thank him. Because of his immediate response, the Lord told him, go thy way. Now, there is what makes this so significant and stands out is that the way that he went from that moment was the way of grace. The way that he went from that moment was not governed by the law. It was the way of grace. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. He didn't condemn the law because he told them to go show yourself unto the priest. But when the, when the gentleman, when the leopard saw out of the ten, uh, recognized he had his immediate response was to go back and thank the Lord. And from that moment, instead of him going to the priest to show himself 
and to be tested and to spend a few days there with the priest to be proclaimed unclean, God told him, go your way. So if he had a family, a wife, children that he had not seen, he could go immediately to them and be reconciled with his family. He could go immediately and be seen by his employer or new employment as unclean, as if nothing ever happened. I believe that the, the healing that took place uh, that his skin, that their skin would, didn't go back to whatever age there was, but it was more like a, 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 that of an infant. It was fresh. It was new. Uh, you know, it was brand new. They were brand new like they had the tag on them. And so uh, uh, when we act immediately, and our Bible students, you minding the word of God, you, you go to Leviticus, the 13th chapter. The ninth verse, I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation. Uh, let, let, me, let me give you this when, when they talk about immediate. Let me give you something of, of, of more current. I remember, and I'll put myself in this, I remember going to spend some money. Mm -hmm. I was going to buy something that I thought I wanted. And as I was going, I heard the voice of my pastor say, you did not pray about that. Well, I was caught up in, in the moment and I heard it. See, sometimes we don't want to, we heard it. I, I listened, I heard it because I remembered it because I'm saying it now. But I did not act upon act immediately upon what I heard and stop, get off the freeway, turn around, go home or go find something else to do. Instead, I followed what I wanted to do. After I followed what I wanted to do, I realized that it was a big mistake. Had I acted immediately upon the direction that I heard, I would have walked away with a major blessing. But instead, I walked away in bondage. And had to work my way out of that. Uh-huh. I had to suffer along with it because I did not immediately take action upon what I heard. We have to be sensitive to the spirit of God. And as much as I despise that statement, I'm grown. I'm a grown person. I'm a grown man. I'm a grown woman. You know, we hear that on the movie. Some of us have heard it from kids. You know, we've heard it from uh, folks, co-associates and stuff like that. But that means that you're responsible. That's all that means. It just means all you're saying, and I'm a responsible person. Are we really? Are we really responsible? Are we really doing the things that we could and should do? And so let's take immediate action upon what God is saying. Now, John said, I, I'm your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ who is in the isles that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ according to the historian or the author Tertullian John was banished to the isle of Patmos after he had attempted to kill 
after uh, they had attempted to kill him by boiling him in oil and nothing happened. John uh, was, uh, they tried to kill John, you know, make him, uh, but nothing happened to John. And so uh, they put him on the Isle of Patmos. Uh, Patmos was supposed to be a, a island where nothing was growing. Nothing was happening there. You just go there, starve to death, you know, eat sticks, kick rocks, whatever, until you die. John wanted the recipients to know who he was, what he was, when, where, and why. You need to know who is ministering or talking to you. Are they ministering unto your soul? Or are they ministering so that you can get things? You know, some people go to church because they want things. Some people want to go, oh, that, that's prophet Tufu. I'm going there because prophet Tufu is going to prophesy to me. I'm going to be in the audience when he prophesy and, and I'm going to get a new house and a color TV. And in seven days, in um, five, three, three days, or however many days they're going to put up on it and folks walking around, listen, there are ministers for profit. John wanted the recipients to know who he was, what he was, where he and why, and you need to know who's ministering to you. Who's talking to you? Who's in your ear? Are they ministering for your soul salvation? Balaam was a prophet for profit. Numbers 22. And in this uh, year, this, uh, on this 20th day of June 2021, there are other hirelings that are like Balaam. There are other ministers or other prophets for profit. Uh, they should be able to tell you. The minister should be able to tell you who they are, what they are, where they're from, when and why. Charismatic won't do it. Politicians are charismatic. Lying prophets are charismatic and are real and will exist until Jesus comes. First Kings 13 and 18. Let us know that there are there was lying prophets then because the man was told by God to go. And when you go, don't eat, don't enter and don't go the way you go into that city. Don't go out the same way that you came in, but go through a different route and don't stop and don't alter anything that I'm telling you. Well, he met a man who said uh, who, and when he told the man, look, I can't I can't do what you're asking me to do. The man said, I'm a prophet too. But the man was a lying prophet, and the Bible says he was a lying prophet. And that man followed him instead of obeying what God said and lost his life. You need to know who you're dealing with. You need to know if they real. Oh, my God. You need to know if they are real. Bless your name, Jesus. That, that's why I encourage you. Pray for the preacher. I encourage you to ask questions. I encourage you to want to know what does that have to do with me? You know, when you watch TV and you're watching shows and different things and they're mirroring 
if you notice, the majority of time, they are not mirroring true ministry. They're ministering those that they're making fun of. They're ministering those that uh, have some kind of gimmick because they're people that have gimmicks. They're, they're mirroring those that are fleecing the flock whom God is going to judge. And so, but when they get down to something serious, you find it far and few where they mirror a true ministry uh, that has power with the Lord. That's about soul Satan because they know that's not something to play with. John wanted the recipients to know uh, 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 that, that, that this isn't just a quickening spirit. This is not, but it's deliverance from addiction. It's a deliverance from self-destruction. John wanted the recipients to know what, when, where, and why. Who he is. I'm John. Uh, I'm your brother and com companion and citizen in the kingdom. I'm on the Isle of Patmos. And I'm there for the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. How many have that testimony that when they're going through hell and high water, that they're going through it because they are living a sanctified life? How many have that testimony that they're going through being persecuted because they would not compromise their walk with the Lord? How many are, have that testimony that they won't give in to sin? But they rather would uh, give themselves over unto holiness so that they can be like their Lord and Savior. How many have that testimony that they're suffering because of that? I, I, listen, when you screw up, when you mess up, when you fart up and down, that's not a testimony that you're going through for the Lord. But you're doing, suffering for something that you've gone through. And the Bible says, take it patiently. And that patience means that you should be on the altar praying. You should be seeking God, leaving those things alone that got you in trouble, staying away from individuals that you know you should not be around. Talking about living saved. Talking about doing what's right. Oh, my God. John said that I was there for the testimony, for the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Now, I love John. I love John because, uh, 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 because John talks to the church like a father talking to his children. Uh, when you read through the scriptures of 1st and 2nd and 3rd John, he's talking to the family of believers, my dear children. He's talking to them as he is talking and speaking with us today, as he is speaking with each of us, as the Lord has given him this message. When? He said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. John said in the midst of his tribulation, in the midst of his distress, his ordeal, his suffering, he was in the spirit on the Lord's day. In other words, he had the presence of mind to know it was the Lord's day. I, I don't know how that came about, except the fact that he was in tune. Because, you know, we've been at the, been in the stay at home and working from home and 
you know, and there's been times that maybe you've gone on vacation and you just lost track of what day it was. You, you thought it was uh, it, it was Friday and it was Wednesday or you thought it was uh, it was Saturday and you thought it was Thursday. Just lost track a little bit of time. Well, John was on the Isle of Patmos and in his distress, in his ordeal, in his suffering, he yet had the presence of mind and said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, which meant he was presenting himself before the Lord. Remember, when we come to church, we're presenting ourselves before the Lord. We're not the audience. I'm not the audience. God is the audience. In every service, he's the audience. He's, he's looking, he's, he's clocking and he's booking the Bible said that the Father searches for them, who? Those that worship him in spirit and in truth. He inhabit the praises of his people. So God is the audience, not us. John was presenting himself before the Lord as the sons of God did when the Bible says now there was a day when the sons of God came together, came to present themselves before the Lord. That's what we do. We present ourselves before the Lord. And I'm really uh, trying to drive this home because I don't like going to church. Oh, bless your name, Jesus. I don't like going to church. I'm going to present myself in the presence of the Lord. I don't want to just have a religious experience. But I want to present myself in the presence of the Lord so he can, and his word is going to help correct those things that need to be corrected. His word is going to cleanse me and wash you so that we become like him. Well, that means more than just going to church. Because today, there's a lot of people at church. Hallelujah. Right now, there's a lot of buildings full of folks that are not in the presence of the Lord. They went to the building, and that's all they went to. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. They went to a structure. But that's not what we want to do. We don't want to just come to a structure. But we want to present ourselves to the presence of the Lord. When you're at home and you go into your secret place to pray, you're not just going into that. That's just a closet. That's just the side of your bed. But you know that you're entering into. My God. Into the presence of the Lord. John was presenting himself. Oh, bless you, Jesus. When you wait, when you prepare and arrive at service, it's to present yourself unto the presence of the Lord. Presenting yourself is something that you go to do. It's not something that you, uh, it's something that you go to do. Where are you going? I'm going to present myself before the Lord. I'm going, this is the Lord's day. I'm going to present myself unto the presence of the Lord. 
Too many are telling God, come see about me. Too many are telling the Lord that I'm waiting for you to show up. Instead of, you and God, oh my God, bless you, Jesus. You're supposed to come and present yourself to him. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from the evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promise. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and good works. Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day of the Lord approaching. When I read my Bible, people that had a need went to see Jesus. The blind man that sat on the side of the road yelled out to the Lord when they told him to be quiet. He got louder and louder and louder. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. His voice was said, I'm presenting myself to you. The best means and the best way that he could since he was blind and had no true direction. But the audible sound that he made found the Lord Jesus and got his attention and brought about healing. There was a group of friends that had a friend. Oh, my God, bless you, Lord. There was a group of friends that had a friend that was in need, and they found out where Jesus was. <coughs> they found out where he was, and they took the bed and their friend to Jesus. When they got there, the house was full of folks. When they got there, they couldn't get through a window. They couldn't get through a door. And so the Bible says that they went on top of the house, busted open the roof, and lowered their friend down so that he could be in the presence of the Lord. And the Lord told him, healed him, and told him, take up your bed, go and sin no more. You want to get in the presence of God so that healing can take place. And then you want to follow the instructions that God give. When you find yourself in trouble, you need to do like John did and open up your Instagram. Select God as the recipient and send him a message. Let him know where you are, who you are, what's going on. Oh, bless you, Lord God. John said, I heard behind me after the message went out. I heard behind me a, a great voice as a trumpet. Now, this was not something that was uncommon because Ezekiel said the glory of the Lord of Israel came from the way of the east and his voice was like a noise of many waters and the earth shined in his glory 
Daniel said his body was like the barrel and his face appearance of lightning and his eyes of like lamps of fire and his arms and his feet uh, like in color of polished brass and the voice of his words was like the voice of a multitude. Job said, keep uh, listening to the thunder. I, I was listening to the thunder of his voice and the rumbling that came from his mouth. The psalmist said, the voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The, the God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. And the voice of the Lord is full of majesty. Like John, each testimony describes the indescribable, indefinable, extreme experience and intense greatness of God. In that day, the day that we're fastly approaching, our ears are going to be changed because we're already used to hearing God. But we're not used to hearing the, the awesomeness of his majesty in the extreme and the, under, uh, the, uh, the indescribable and the indefinable uh, as they did. But the day is coming. Because the Bible said, eyes have not seen, nor ears have heard what is in store for them. Oh, so we're going to enter into the presence of God one day. And the sound in which has been described throughout the word of God is not going to be a foreign tune to us. But we'll be finely tuned so that we can hear and understand what God is saying in his, in his totality because the veil of things will be removed. The prophecies, we prophesy in part right now, but the day is going to come where we prophesy and speak in the fullness of it. In that day, our ears will be finely tuned and like those in his presence will not be overwhelmed. We won't be surprised as we listen. Uh, Bible students, I need you to get this. As we listen to our next assignment. Mm -hmm. Just letting that marinate for a moment. As we listen to our next assignment. Uh-huh. I'm just going to say that one more time. Now I'll come back to it another moment. Our ears will be finely tuned in his presence so that we can listen to our next assignment. John said that I heard. Now I'm closing. I'm closing with this. And we're going to come back and pick up the other parts of Revelation, it's this, there's so much more, but I want you to know and understand something. The book of Revelation is, is something to be feared, but it's not something to be feared. <laughs> Bless you, Lord. Because the Lord said it's a blessing. It's a blessing to those that read it and those that hear the words of the prophecy and keep those things that are written therein. So we are keeping those things if we're reading it and we're keeping the prophecy of those things that are written, it's a what for us? Huh? 
Is it, is it just a blessing for one? Is it a blessing for Is it a blessing, huh? What is it? It's a blessing. I, I guess that brother got a blessing. Huh? Okay. You have to know this for yourself. You have to make sure this is in your spirit. Because, see, this is what governs us. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost just running all up and down inside of me. I'm I just not, I, I'm just, <laughs> bless you, Lord. This is a blessing. Okay. John, John said, I'm, he said that the voice that he heard said, I'm, I'm Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, which thou, what thou seest, write in a book. John, write this in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia. When you find yourself in trouble, send God an Instagram. And he's the one that, that, that started it all. Uh-huh. God, God's the one that's in charge of uh, starting the video chat. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Oh, you, you know, somebody, oh my God. The Bible said that, that men have dreams. God has visited men in dreams. And he said he visited them because of the hardness of their heart. Now, what is that? A dream, a vision. Huh? Men have had open visions. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Twitter didn't do nothing new. The Bible said the spirit of the Lord met Adam what part of the day? In the evening, the cool of the day. Met him in the cool of the day, the evening. And they had fellowship. The spirit of the Lord, the voice of the Lord met him. See, this, is, this, is not, this is not new. It's not new. Daniel saw the, 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 the increase of, of technology Yes, he did. And, and it made him sick because it was so foreign to him to see such things in his day and time. Oh, bless you, Lord Jesus. Listen, we're going to we're, we're going to be teaching from from Revelation. And I, I pray my, my prayer is that something has been said that you have been blessed, that you are blessed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, tell them thank you. Come on and bless the Lord. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you, you could, if you have work, you can still say thank you, Jesus. If you're driving down the street, you can still give him a praise. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your goodness and your grace, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Lord God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, you're so worthy, Lord God. You're so worthy. Lord God, thank you. We, we entered in today to present ourselves unto you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. And we just thank you, Lord, for giving us an opportunity to do that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for receiving our, our prayer and our sacrifice unto you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for each one that pressed their way. Lord Jesus, you know the situations. You understand every 
everything that's going on, Lord. You understand the, the, the stress that someone may be in, the despair. Lord God, you know where there's depression. You know where there's anxiety. Lord God, you know where there's abuse, Lord. Lord, I pray and ask whether it's self or afflicted by someone else, that you would intervene in each of the things that, that I've called out right now, Lord, that you would bless in the name of Jesus. Heal, Lord God. Heal emotions. Heal physically, Lord God. Heal the mental, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We know that you're able because you have done it for us. Lord God, I pray and ask for your deliverance, Lord God, uh, among those that are seeking you, those that are in the valley of decision. Bring them out, Lord God. Draw them out, Lord. Lord, for the saving of their soul. Lord Jesus, draw them out. They'll give you glory and praise, Lord. Lord, help us to be more responsive to your word. Lord Jesus, help us, Lord God, to, uh, to walk in the recognition, Lord God, awareness, Lord, that, that each day is your day, Lord Jesus, and to find ourselves presenting ourselves unto you, Lord God, in the beauty of holiness. Lord God, our ears are open to you, Lord Jesus, and our eyes are looking for you, Lord. Lord Jesus, our, our testimony, Lord, is uh, to tell of your goodness, of your grace, Lord God, as we carry out our duties and our, our natural lives, respectively, Lord. We thank you. I ask that you would bless each one on their jobs, Lord. Bless them, Lord God, as they carry on in their, in their homes and their families, Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray against confusion. I pray, Lord God, against uh, those things, Lord God. I pray that for your peace abide in the home, on the job, Lord. Lord God, continue to crown our head with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and we'll be careful to give your name the praise and to give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Listen, if you've not been baptized in Jesus' name for remission of sin, you want to. Yes, you do. It's only baptism for remission of sin. John baptized under the baptism of repentance, but those that uh, was baptized under that was rebaptized for remission of sin in Jesus' name. Um, and so you want to seek and tarry God, ask the Lord to direct you to a church of truth and power. If you're located in the Southern California area, remember this is Pastor Carl Henderson at, at Cornerstone Apostolic Church, incorporated at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. Our doors are open, open unto you uh, that are seeking the Lord, that are seeking to, uh, to grow in ministry, seeking to grow and allow God to be God. That's certainly our prayer and our desire, and, and that's what we're going to do, allow him to be God. Until, until next time, God bless you. Go in peace, and pray with me as I pray for you in Jesus' name.
already, or if you're giving, just lift your hands right now. Father, thank you, Lord God, for, your, for those that have given you, that are supporting us, to bless those all people, God, and you for the prayer of your cause. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, may the grace of God, this sweet communion of the Holy Ghost, rest on the lives of this book now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen.